Have you ever felt guilt around politics? Maybe guilty for not being informed enough, maybe guilty for not voting. Well, this might actually be by design. In August of 2006, three researchers set out to answer a question. How can we get more people to turn out to vote? This is a question that political campaigns care a lot about, and they put a lot of money, time, and resources into getting their supporters to show up on Election Day. So how did the three researchers go about answering this question? They went to Michigan, and they randomly selected a bunch of individuals to participate in this experiment. These different households, like any good experiment, were split into different experimental groups. Some groups received notices in the mail reminding them about the date of the election. Some groups received notices in the mail reminding them about their civic duty to vote. But far and away, the most wild of all of these groups was a group that received a mail notice about voting that was specifically geared towards social pressure. Essentially, people in this group were told that whether or not they showed up to the polls would be publicized to their neighbors. So if you didn't show up to vote, your neighbors would find out. Now, the results between these groups are drastic. The control group that was just reminded about the date of the election only turned out to the polls at a rate of 29.7%. Meanwhile, the group receiving the social pressure treatment showed up to the polls at a rate of around 38%. This study has gone on to become a golden rule that's been used in almost every single campaign that's out there. One of the things that struck me when I was volunteering for campaigns this past fall in New Hampshire was that whenever we would ask people to volunteer, we would frame it in a way that, again, keyed into this notion of social pressure or guilt. So instead of having us ask people, can you volunteer this Friday, they would have us ask people, can we count on you to volunteer this Friday? Seems minor, but it all comes back to kind of this notion of how guilt can be a motivator to get people involved in politics. So, I'm sure you felt this sort of guilt, maybe you've used this sort of guilt to get your friends to show up to vote, but is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it effective? Is it ineffective? All of that is stuff that we want to take a closer look at in this episode. In this episode, I'm going to be sitting down with two very good friends of mine, Sammy Eastwood and Clancy Province, and we're going to be playing a game to get a little bit deeper on this concept of political guilt. I'm Walter Lay, and you're listening to an episode of Out on a Limb, a podcast by Branch. I I already know that at some point I'm going to get y'all's names mixed up, Uh, not because you look similar but because your names are look similar (laughs) first of all welcome to you both and thanks for being here thanks for having us yeah happy to be here now the reason that i specifically wanted to talk to you two apart from being two of the funniest people that i know are also that i know you both value being politically aware and engaged um and so i know you're also both very thoughtful, and so I thought this would be kind of a good conversation. Oh, wow! So well, many thanks. compliments. Thanks, Walter. And now you, and now, so now is the part of the segment where if you guys wanted to compliment me back. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode, I wanted to talk with you guys about this concept of political guilt, which is something that I've been thinking about for a while. I think that 
guilt is something that a lot of people feel around politics. Um, and so I want to talk about that, but I also want to talk about it as, you know, a motivating force for getting people more involved in politics and whether or not it's a good or bad thing. So, um, yeah, that's mainly what I wanted to discuss. Um, oh, guilt people, to... guilt people into being it. That's good. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, it'll all be, uh, I'll be part of the discussion. So I wanted to kick us off by playing a game that I like to call Guilty as Charged. Um, it works a lot similar to Never Have I Ever, but hopefully a little bit less confusing than Never Have I Ever. Essentially, the way it'll work is that I will go through one by one some different scenarios, and you'll either give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down on whether or not it's something that applies to you. Each time you put your thumbs up, you'll get a point. Generally, points are bad, but you know, no judgment here. <laughs> no shame in racking up some points. The way this will work is I'll start out with some easy questions, and then we'll kind of get into some of the more challenging questions. The winner... Um, will win a very large cash prize. <laughs> wow, great. <laughs> okay, the first question is, have you ever injured yourself doing something embarrassingly simple? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so three thumbs up. Um, Clancy. I was cutting a bagel with a steak knife, and ooh, I got, I got me good. Did you cut yourself? I sure did. It was a frozen. <laughs> it was a frozen bagel. I was. I had to really put some. Yeah. You also put your thumb up. <laughs> I don't know why you're shaming me. What did you do? <laughs> I um. I was walking down the stairs like a couple weeks ago and sprained my ankle. So that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> Sammy, what's yours? I was walking on the beach and got a stress fracture. Oh. Like leisurely walking. <laughs> it's a fun time. <laughs> First round, one point each. We're neck and neck. Who's going to win? All right, now we'll get into some of our political questions. So, have you ever been asked to volunteer for a political campaign or a political cause and said no? I don't know. Clancy, I'm trying to think. You gave a Sorry. sideways thumb. I did give a sideways thumb up. I think I was asked to, um, I did canvassing for Stacey Abrams, and I think, I'm just going to be totally honest, I only did it one time, and I feel like I was then hit up for more sessions, you know, more to schedule more volunteer time, and I was like, you know, I already did it, <laughs> so <laughs> I think I'm good. Um, is that something that you felt bad about saying no to that? Yeah, I did feel guilty. But at the same time, I felt good that I did it, but I probably should have done more. So yeah, I felt guilty, but I still I still didn't do it. <laughs> I went to a, it was like an event at the Georgia Beer Garden, and I don't know why I went. I think a friend invited me, but I think they had free beer or something like that. And as soon as you walk in, they like take your name and they're like, so mark down on our schedule what times you can canvas. And I remember just being like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, um, yeah, so you did better than me. Yeah, I've just never been asked. Nice. That's the key. <laughs> yeah, that is the key. This is the next one. Um, have you ever been invited to a rally or a march and not gone? 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, so we got a thumbs down from me and a thumbs up from Sammy and Clancy. What um, what march or, or rally? Um, well, like I I get all of the invites to like women's equality marches or like um, yeah, like down at the Capitol or something, and like Planned Parenthood does a few things at the Capitol. They like try to pink out the halls, stuff like that. But it's um, the Planned Parenthood stuff is almost always during a work day, and so I just feel like I can't take off work um and honestly I think the last women's march it was raining it was raining it's true I remember that that's all um I also didn't go to the women's march when it was raining I did go to the other one you know the first one but I also um I wasn't invited by anybody but I got invited on Facebook to go to like the science I believe in science one and it was also bad weather and I was like I just I felt good about going to the one then also after that I felt like nothing you know I felt like it was a huge event and then I just felt like nothing really came from it and then I was kind of like if I can go to one like that will be good but if I can't you know I think it's okay so I know that sounds bad but that's kind of how I felt about it. Same. Yeah, I mean, I went um I went to like a healthcare rally. Um but that was like that was because Turn up. <laughs> that was because like someone physically like someone actually invited me. Um so I felt like a little more connected. Yeah. yeah. So, for those of you keeping uh score at home, Clancy is in the lead right now with three points and then sammy and i both have two suck it (laughs) y'all number three have you ever had a friend on facebook social media that posted something about you know contact your representative about this issue and then you kind of just kept scrolling or ignored it all right we got thumbs up from me and sammy and then thumbs down from clancy I'm surprised that you haven't had that, Clancy. I I feel like that happens to me very regularly. I think it's because I grew up in I'm like from Conyers, Georgia, which is a very conservative area, and I my family was the only liberal family that we really knew of for like a long time, and my mom has always been very pro contacting your representatives and also having so many friends from high school that are conservative and I sometimes post I'll sometimes comment on their stuff about like shootings and uh, and they're like thoughts and prayers and then I say or you could contact your representative (laughs) and I give them the information and I'm also talking about guilt I'm half catholic you know my mom's catholic so I feel guilty that like my mom she'll call representatives and then she'll be like did you call them and then i'm like oh and then if you lie you go to hell so you have to contact them (laughs) so that i feel like i can't be commenting on people's to be like you know you could just call your rep if i don't do it myself so yeah if i see them i'll 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 do it because 
of guilt. So it's all it it makes me feel like better than signing an online petition for stuff. I feel like the call volume really does make a difference. I haven't called this year at all though, and I probably should about, you know, my thoughts on unemployment, but and benefits and stuff. But I like guess that. right now you probably wouldn't be able to get through like at all. That's kind of what I was thinking based on they were talking about people signing up for unemployment having to, you know, based on the first letter of your last name, like sign up in waves because it's just they're so overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I see so many posts about like call your representatives and I always scroll past. I think because I honestly don't think it would make a difference. Like I don't have faith that that I can, you know, sway a decision. All right, next one. Have you ever incorrectly assumed something about somebody because of their political party? We all put our thumbs up for that one. Well, I don't know if it was incorrect yet. (laughs) Since 2016, I won't necessarily make a judgment if someone tells me they're Republican, but I I will make assumptions based on who someone voted for in 2016. And I, I also feel like we haven't had such a polarizing president, you know, at least not in my lifetime. Like, even if people maybe you didn't think Bush was like the best or the brightest, you know, like you it was never I feel like I've never felt so strongly or see my parents or anybody feel so, so strongly about what a, a person represents. And all right. Have you ever missed voting in a presidential election? All right, so that means it's just me. Good for y'all. Tell us, tell us yeah, about that. Yeah, which Walter. one did you miss? <laughs> so yeah, I'm actually really embarrassed about this, but it's the it was the 2016 election. No, Walter. I mean, talk about political guilt. That that definitely is it. But um. But yeah, I mean, at the time, so I obviously was in college, um, as as we were all, and um, I I really just didn't understand how I was supposed to vote if I was yeah supposed to vote back home or, or change my address or and and that's like the excuse or whatever. Obviously, there's plenty of answers to that question, and I just didn't take the time to to actually go through and do it. But um, but yeah, and I think part of it too is also I I just didn't think my vote would actually matter that much. Um, so. In your defense, I will I will also say that I voted at Tech and at, at our college, and it was, I have also voted at, uh, in my hometown in Conyers, and it was a lot easier to vote there. You literally walked in and, like, went to a little desk with a partition and voted, but at Tech, we had to, like, stand in a really, I don't know if, Sammy, I don't know where you I voted, vote, but uh, yeah. we had to stand I've always in, like, lived only, like, 20 a, minutes away from my polling location. Oh, okay. But even if you had figured it out, Walter, like at Tech, it was you had to stand in this really, really long line that wrapped around the student center on the inside. And then you had to go from one line and then you thought you were done. But it was another line. It took me three hours to be able to vote. I'm not joking. Like, so I think, yeah, I I think that brings up a good thing of just have things being kind of confusing and stuff like that. Yeah, Just a quick seven-hour drive home, Walter. That's all it would have taken, you know? <laughs> I thought about it. Next one. Have you ever missed voting in a mayoral election? Look at that. Three thumbs up. 
I honestly don't know if I've ever voted in a mayoral election. Same. I don't, I don't, I don't think know. I have. I mean, I maybe inadvertently. I don't know who the mayor is right now, actually. <laughs> oh, Keisha Lance Bottoms. Yeah, I didn't vote for Kasim Reed. At least I don't remember doing that. I may, if there's like a, sometimes when I'm voting on local stuff, if I don't know someone, I'll just pick the Democrat. So, it, you know, that could have happened. Walter taking notes. Just blindly pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that actually leads well into the next question. So, have you ever completed your ballot completely just based on party affiliation? Thumbs down from me and Clancy and a thumbs up from Sammy. At this point, it's war. And I don't know, like, that's honestly how I go into, like, every election now. Not proud of it. (laughs) That's a good question, then. Is that something that you do feel guilty about or something that you don't feel guilty about? I do feel guilty about, about it because I hate the fact that people will only stick to their party. I think, um about like when you're in government, you are a human being first and you're an American second and you're a Democrat or Republican or independent third. So I hate when um, people vote down party lines, like when something, when a bill is introduced and it's just down party lines, that's so annoying that there's no way that every topic should be that polarizing. And it's just like, at that point, why do we even have a government? You know, it should just be all right, there are, there are, like, the majority of the House is Republican or whatever. So, honestly, I think we should just dismiss them at that point. And then, you know, if somebody introduces a bill, we know if it's introduced by a Republican that it's going to pass. You know? It's like, that just frustrates me. So, I would, I would love to see people going across party lines and, um, you know, I would love for there to be a day when I don't feel like I have to just automatically go democrat but right now and i think for a long time i feel like it's going to be that way any like thoughts on that clancy that you wanted to share i try to at least know like a general little bit about everybody and another reason i like feel like i always just i feel like i sometimes inadvertently try to do research because some of the um the bills that we have to vote on are really confusing. And so I want to know, like, how everybody feels about the bills and stuff. But I do agree with Sammy. Like, I do feel like a lot of times it's just, like, a numbers game. And you're like, I'm just trying to – we're just trying to get numbers, you know, at this point. And if I saw some – like, a Republican that I felt like was a better fit, would I vote for them? And I want to say yes, but I don't know. I believe I feel so much more connected with the Democratic and Liberal Party's views on things as a whole. It's kind of like, well, this could actually hurt me overall, even though I think this one person maybe is better than this Democratic person. So I don't know. Like in 2016, some of the Republican like nominees or whatever um, if like Trump hadn't been the actual nominee, you know, I could have wavered a little bit or just like considered going Republican, voting Republican, just because, yeah, like, I don't necessarily agree with Democrats 100% of the time. But right now, it's just so ridiculous, the changes, or the differences between the two parties at this point. Right. And it's just, yeah, it's just because of it's like the point we've gotten to, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
So next question. Have you ever lied about voting in an election that you didn't? Look at that. Three thumbs down. Okay, cool. This is one particularly that there's been a lot of studies on recently, and I think it's mainly demonstrating that college-educated people are much more likely to self-report that they voted even when they haven't. Interesting. Mm, interesting. But Jimmy Kimmel does a segment where he interviews people um, on a day that wasn't election day, but he convinces them that it is election day, and they lie about the fact that they voted, and it's it's pretty funny. Okay, and the last one here, never have I ever... Wait, that's not the game we're playing. <laughs> last one here, have you ever been ashamed of somebody who you voted for, not just in you know the presidential seat, but can be any seat? Okay, we got two thumbs up from Clancy and Sammy. Um, personally, I kind of wish I had voted for Bernie in the primaries. Uh, in 2016 over Hillary. So this is like a really small thing, but it's it happened and it made me really, really sad. Um, okay, so I voted for Obama and I do not regret that. I feel like I wish he was the president right now. But one time he, you know, during and and also as it continues, the Flint water crisis, there was a time when he went up there and he took like the tiniest sip of water and was like, this is good. And I was like, no, it's not, you know, <laughs> and and I don't really know the behind the scenes of the situation, but that made me sad because I felt like that the situation wasn't okay and still isn't okay. And so that made me really sad that I was like, no, don't fall into the political trap, Obama. But I would not say I'm ashamed of him at all. That was just one thing he did that made me like, that just made me really sad. Yeah, it is tricky. We mentioned this earlier, but you know, the candidates we vote for are never perfect. And it is interesting because yeah. a lot of times you vote for them and you're stuck with them, you know, because you voted for them. You can't change that in the past. And, you know, if they do great things or if they don't do great things or, you know, they mess up some things or they mess up a lot of things or whatever, you're just kind of stuck with it. And it's almost like, I mean, it's know. just like hiring someone. You just think you say, OK, well, I don't know, like what is going to come up, but I think you have like the you know, right business or political acumen to make a good decision in that situation. But yeah, nobody's perfect and no one's gonna, you can't make the right decision every single time, you know. Exciting. That's the end of our game. Final tallies. Sammy wins. No. Or loses, depending on their perspective, with seven points. Clancy and Walter in second place with six points. Oh, that close. I'm curious, of those different things that we kind of went through, what kind of stands out as, I don't know, something that you feel particularly, I guess, guilty about? Maybe not knowing a lot about local elections, like not paying as much attention to local elections. It kind of, when we were talking about them, it kind of got me thinking about it because I do vote obviously I don't vote in mayoral ones so I'm obviously just kind of skipping over some so 
Yeah, I feel guilty about that because I know Walter, you and I have spoken about how those are often the elections that you can have like the most impact in. And those are the changes that you will likely see affecting you and your, you know, city or where you live um, more directly often than the larger elections. So, yeah, I felt pretty guilty about that, I guess. So I'm curious, this sort of guilt around not being involved or not knowing things about local elections or feeling like maybe you're not doing enough at some times or don't know enough, where do you all think that comes from as an emotion? Well, so I I don't know where it, it necessarily comes from, but like nationwide elections start at your local level, you know, it's like, um... Barack Obama used to be a senator and, you know, before, like, you know, like someone has to get their start. And so I feel like if, you know, the state of Georgia, if I'm not getting involved, you know, we're, we tend to be um, right wing. And so that's who's going to like move up the ladder and like make it into, um, you know, House of Representatives and, you know, all of that. Um, So I just... And I feel bad because, you know, this this is my community. Um, I should put more thought into who's in charge. Um. I think part of it is because I really feel lucky to be able to vote. And it's a, so wasteful not to participate and, you know, and have a say in your community, especially since there are so many people that don't have that right. I feel like we should exercise it and like celebrate it, you know? So, and I feel guilty. Yeah. That I, when I don't do that and it's like people in other communities, like would give anything to be able to have a say in like the legislation that affects their lives, you know? Again, like we don't know what that's like having grown up in America and in the time that we grew up. Cause I mean, even a hundred years ago, you guys wouldn't have been able to vote. By you that's guys true that's true yeah well what? and I like um not to keep talking about my mom I just love her so much um <laughs> my my mom used to be the academic director at this school in Decatur the Global Village Project which is like a school for refugee girls and so like through her involvement like I got involved volunteering there and Oh my gosh, like literally just hearing about like the political systems of the countries that these women came from, it's like absolutely insane. And and all the things that I complain about, like about the US, you know, are leaps and bounds more equitable than um, where a lot of these women were coming from. And so sometimes I just think about that and think like, wow, I'm just, I'm almost like spoiled in that. And then I'm not even exercising that right that you know, there's like a war over. And so, yeah, I feel like I feel guilty about that for sure. Hmm. Last question I wanted to ask you guys, do you think that both in the sense of like being effective and in the sense of being, I guess, morally okay, do you think that guilt is a good motivator of getting more politically involved? I feel like it's, it's not, um, I feel like guilt, if anything, is more, like, debilitating. Like, you almost just, like, want to sit with your guilt. Um, I feel like, for me, what has motivated me to get involved in the few ways that I have gotten involved has been anger, honestly. Um, That has been more motivating to me than guilt. I think, like, 
guilt, you just kind of almost like feel sorry for yourself and um, you don't really do anything about it, in my personal experience. How about you, Clancy? I think I will do things out of guilt, but I don't think that that is the best way to motivate people. Um, And I think I usually do more things and better things when I'm motivated from a different place. I think it can be an effective motivator, but I don't think it's a good one. What, um, what like is more effective for you? I don't know. It's like something that if it's something that I really care about and sometimes I feel like it's like the connection between, I feel like connecting things between like the ballot and then in real life. So whenever I've like been able to physically like get involved and then I understand bills more and what they would actually affect. So um yeah I would almost say a good motivator is like making I don't know how to phrase this well but making the issues more tangible and more relatable to people um I think that's a good motivator for me it's like when I actually understand what something is and and what it really means I mentioned this event that I went to I think that was the first political event I went to and I think I went because friends had invited me and I almost felt you know obligated to go and I think Things like that are almost good ways to, for at least for me, to get my feet wet initially. And then even to be able to, once I'm in there, um, learn more about, you know, the direct impact that a lot of these things have, I find is like helpful. It's kind of like a, a gateway motivator. Well, I just, I think it's so cool that you are doing this, Walter. Um, and I can't wait to freaking use it, like not have an excuse to not get involved um so yeah kudos yeah i think it's okay (laughs) i mean i'm in the same boat on a lot of these things and i think a lot of it was creating something that i knew would would get me involved well i appreciate you guys being a part of this and yeah i know this is a sensitive subject as well so appreciate you being so honest thank you thanks for having us since the 2006 study i mentioned at the start of this episode political campaigns and issue organizations have essentially reoriented their whole strategies for activating people on social pressure and guilt. The main thing I wanted to explore through this episode is, is that actually effective? You know, you might get somebody to agree to show up to a rally, but do they actually show up? You know, especially if it's rainy weather. Um, You might get somebody to say they'll vote, but do they actually put in the hours often required to cast their ballot on election day? It's hard to say definitively whether we should throw out guilt completely. However, I think from my personal experience, there are better motivators. So if you're struggling with having the motivation to get involved, maybe you think it's not that important or whatever, I find that it often takes getting involved politically to get involved politically. So small steps can lead to much bigger ones. I've got recommendations for two small steps that you can take. Number one is calling a representative of yours. So if you have thoughts about the coronavirus stimulus package, call your congressional representative. Just Google find your representative and it'll be one of the first results. Or if you have thoughts about your state's coronavirus response, call your state's constituent services department. 
This might seem awkward, but everybody should do this at least once because having elected officials that are supposed to represent you and hear directly from you, again, is a privilege that doesn't exist in a lot of places. And then the second step for getting involved is to vote for at least one state or local race in these upcoming primary elections. This might seem overwhelming, um, especially if you haven't done this before, but again, Branch is creating a way to make this as easy as possible for you. For all of our listeners, thanks for sticking with us through the episode. Hopefully this was interesting for you. For those of you who aren't familiar with Branch, we're creating a website that makes it real quick and easy to get up to speed on the local and state races that are happening um, in every election. And so specifically, if you live in Atlanta or Philadelphia, we're producing a series of episodes um, on our website for the upcoming primary elections now scheduled for early June. So be sure to check us out and stay tuned for that. If you want to be part of that group that moves beyond guilt into meaningful political action and meaningfully staying informed, you can follow most of Branch's updates by subscribing to this podcast channel and also following us on Instagram at Branch Politics. Music for this episode and for our other episodes is by Elusive Moose Studios. Special thanks to Sammy Eastwood and Clancy Province for joining me on this episode. Thanks for listening, and until next time, Branch out.